Following the fatal beating of Tyree Nichols by Memphis police officers, many here in Chicago are asking for stronger police accountability. And in Chicago's municipal election, voters are going to have the opportunity to elect people to do just that. The Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability, or CCPSA, was created after city legislation passed back in 2021. Now, the panel is a civilian oversight board for the Chicago Police Department. And for the first time this February, Chicago voters are picking who will serve. Here with us now to explain is Anthony Driver, who's president of the Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability. Now, since August, it's been operating with an interim board of appointed members. Welcome to Reset, Anthony. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. So before we get into the actual commission, I want you to take us back a bit and just remind us how this new oversight board came about. Yeah, so uh, there have been cries in Chicago for community control of the police. Um, as the you know, I heard coming into the show, uh, Frank Chapman said since the, the early 70s, uh, late 60s, after the assassination of Ch- Chairman Fred Hampton, um, that fight and that struggle has continued for decades. Uh, in 2001, we were able to pass a city ordinance. That ordinance was supported by over 140,000 Chicagoans uh, and the supermajority of the city council uh, to actually pass it and create it. Uh, and last September, uh, our interim board was actually seated. And this February 28th, uh, we'll have an opportunity to elect people to district councils from every police district in the city of Chicago. Yeah. So this oversight board, it was operational during 2022? Uh, so somewhat, right? We were... we. Mayor Lightfoot and the city council uh, appointed us, I believe, like the last week of August. So uh, some somewhat operational still. We're getting our feet under us, but we're fully up and operational now. Who was part of the original board? Uh, no, I am. So it's, oh, uh, just, it's, okay. it's myself and six other commissioners. I see. Yep. Gotcha. Just, so the city council uh, whittled it, whittled, took in applications. They whittled it down to 14 people. They then sent those 14 names to uh, Mayor Lightfoot, and Mayor Lightfoot selected seven folks gotcha. to be on the interim board. So uh, there have been ongoing... Uh, CCPSA meetings, correct? Yes, yes. By ordinance, we're obligated to have a meeting every month, a public meeting, uh, very similar to the the city council or the school board and other elected bodies. Um, But we've actually gone above and beyond. So I believe we've had about six or seven uh, meetings uh, just to try to catch up. Well, talk to us about those. I mean, most of us weren't there. So what's been happening? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've done a lot. Just uh, last week, we actually set goals for the uh, police superintendent uh, for COPA, which is Civilian Office of Police Accountability, and mm-hmm. the police board. We've been uh, hard at work filling vacancies on the police board, which we will have an announcement on that soon. Also, the police department was uh, about to roll out a new gang database, um, and our, our commission actually stopped that. Um, so we, we put a halt to the gang database, and, and we you know have ongoing conversations with the uh, police department about the utility of that database. But can you talk the, about why you chose to halt that operation? Yeah, I think there there wasn't um, it, one. It has a very racist history. Um, it, it wasn't very effective. The it gang had about, database. Correct. It had about a three percent accuracy rate. Um, over ninety percent of folks on there were black and brown. There were also no hate groups uh, on that. So the Proud Boys or other groups you would expect to be on a gang database were not. Um, and people were being harmed by it. They were being uh, discriminated against. People were losing employment. Um, people were being denied concealed carry licenses. So. With this new iteration of it, we felt that that didn't go far enough to fix the, the issues. And also, we strongly question whether there is a need for it in the first place. Um, mm-hmm. So we, we have, at least as of now, we've we've stopped the implementation of the new gang database. Yeah. Let's dig more into the nuts and bolts of this commission. I want you, though, to do me a favor and explain in simple terms uh, the difference between the police district council mm-hmm. and the CCPSA. Got you. So those are two bodies of the same uh Two, two parts of the same body, essentially. The CCPSA is a seven-person board 
um, made up of Chicagoans from the south, north, and west side. Uh, we have policymaking authority. Um, we play a role in selecting the police superintendent, the COPA chief, the police board. We have direct oversight over uh, those three bodies, so the public safety infrastructure. Okay. Uh, we also set goals and evaluate the leaders of those institutions, and we fill vacancies. Um, we can draft policy. We can vote on policy. No, po- no police department policy or police board policy can become final until we vote on it. Uh, we also play a role in the police budget. Now, the district councils are a hyper-local body, uh, sort of similar to the local school councils that people are familiar with in the city of Chicago. There are 22 police districts in the city. Each district will elect three people. So there will be 22 police district councils. But I those see. three people per district council, so it will be 66-person body. That 66-person body will appoint the next CCPSA, the next commission that I'm now interim over. Mm-hmm. Once they're selected and they go through their process, they will select the next a uh, group of 14 to be sent to the mayor. So it'll be, you know, selected by the people instead of the city council and the mayor. And as you mentioned uh, at the top there, Anthony, you know, you're two parts of the same body. Why Correct. structure it this way? Because public safety is the biggest issue in the city of Chicago. Um, it, it, it is it is the thing that our city has struggled with um, for decades now. We haven't been able to seem to, you know, get a grasp of it. Uh, it it's our belief in the folks that fought to actually pass this ordinance uh, that it takes a hyper-local solution. So this isn't something that can be a, a big city-wide policy. we got to get to the block clubs. we got to get to the hyper-local level. So if you have three people per police district, you should never be more than five or ten minute drive from somebody who can uh, represent you when it comes to public safety in your community. What, what public safety and the needs of the 20th district might be very different from what are the needs of the second district. So having a hyper-local body that you can meet with, that can raise policy issues, that can work on the ground, um, and also hold the police department accountable and hold our public safety infrastructure accountable, we felt like that was needed. Yeah. And and let's drill more into what uh, police councils can do versus your group, the CCPSA. Yep. Yep. So the police councils, uh, as I said before, they fo- they serve as a hyper-local body. Yeah. Uh, they actually play a vital role in selecting um, the people who will be on the CCPSA. They also will have monthly meetings uh, where the community could come out and they will take issue, take in issues. They will they have the ability to work with the commander, uh, the CAPS program, different programs within the district. Um, but they can also raise issues up to the commission uh, that they would like to be heard. So they're your, your eyes and ears on the ground. Mm-hmm. They they um, they have a, a hyper-local lens where they, they are meeting monthly and they're taking in uh, constituents and, and bringing new ideas to the table. Yeah, and your group, the difference between your group and COPA, as we talked about, the city's uh, civilian office of mm-hmm. police accountability? Yep. Just so we're clear? Yeah, yeah. So we, we are different. We actually have oversight over COPA. Um, so okay. so okay. we, you know, uh, we have the ability to hire and fire the COPA chief administrator to evaluate uh, the, the progress that COPA is doing to set goals um, and to work in a collaborative fashion with them to advance their mission and goals. Sounds like a lot of oversight happening at the same time. Yes, it's an oversight board. (laughs) (laughs) Oversight boards. Uh, This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you are just tuning in, we are discussing the Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability. This February, Chicago voters are going to elect members to police councils who will then choose members for this commission. With us is Anthony Driver, who's president for the CCPSA. So uh, I found it interesting as you talked about the powers that uh, the CCPSA will have to uh, sort of influence or, or demand changes from the CPD. Help us understand that because yeah. there's a lot that you guys can do. Yeah. I mean, we can, we, we can, you know, work and direct the, uh, the inspector general's office. We can um, work with the department on developing policy. Most recently there's been a lot in the news about workforce allocation uh, and we've been digging yeah. into that very deeply response times. It's something that our commission is taking a very close look at. 
um, trying to figure out if there's a disparity between how folks are, are policed in our city and when you call the police and when you get a response and when a vehicle is dispatched versus arrive. Uh, does that look differently in black and brown communities versus other communities? We're taking a deep look at those things as well um, and, and trying to figure out a holistic approach to public safety in our city. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's important to note that we've tried almost everything else in the city of Chicago except for um, bringing in everyday citizens. So in the past, every person has been selected by the mayor, whether it's the police superintendent, the COPA chief, police board members. So essentially it all falls on one person. We've tried to decentralize that and put powers back in the hand, put power back in the hands of everyday Chicagoans uh, so that they feel empowered to keep themselves safe. You've been doing it for a little while now. Do you like it? Um, I I do. It is, it is stressful. Um, it, yeah. it is difficult. Talk about that. I mean, we're at a very polarized time, yeah. right? You know, in our city, politically, it's very pol- polarized. Our neighborhoods are very polarized and segregated. Uh, so you got folks, even who are running for district council, who are on one side that are very, you know, pro-police. And you have people who are on the other side of that who want to see more accountability. Um, and and these, these groups haven't uh, in the past been able to actually talk to one another uh, and, and get on the same page. Uh, so as the president of this commission, mm-hmm. I feel all sides of that a lot. I can go to a community group today that will, you know, have one opinion and go tomorrow to another that will have a completely separate opinion. But I will say that I'm very hopeful. I'm very hopeful when I look at the fact that we were able to stop the gang database and other things like that, that actual uh, real accountability is coming to the city of Chicago. What's giving you that hope? Uh, the people. The people. The people. We, You know, there were doubters who said that no one would run for this board. You can't have a 66-person board. Who, who's going to run for that? And they, who's going to collect signatures? Who's going to go through that onerous task? Uh, for something that doesn't make as much money as an alderman or someone on the police board have as much stature. Uh, and we proved them wrong. 122 people circulated petitions to sign up for this and, and to run for office and to be vulnerable and put themselves out there. The people running for district councils are the folks that give me hope. So this is a new board, so this may be hard to say, but uh, you know, let's put a hypothetical out there that someone is killed during an encounter with the police. And there's footage of the incident that CPD doesn't want released. Mm-hmm. What would CCPSA be able to do? So I think in that case, we, we do have existing structures like COPA. Uh, so I, I want to be clear that our commission is not to get involved with individual cases. We're a oversight board that oversees the bodies that do do those things. So you have uh, uh, internal affairs. You also have COPA. But we are in charge of evaluating. So, for instance, there's there's been a backlog at COPA that uh, Chief Administrator Kirsten has been working feverishly to try to get those numbers down. Okay, It's our job to her, hold her accountable, but it's, it's her job and the, uh, it's the authority of that body to be the people who are on the front lines and actually doing the investigation. Now, we feel like there's something wrong doing. We do have oversight authority. If we feel like there's something wrong. We do have authority to remove the chief administrator or things like that. But, um, you know, I hopefully see. that won't but happen. But individual cases that the police yeah, we are won't be involved. you don't have no we shouldn't we shouldn't be involved with, with individual cases that and also even with police discipline that's the job of the police board the police board is the final authority uh and and deciding police discipline cases um, and obviously again we have oversight authority over the police board gotcha yeah you can hire and fire public safety admins including the police board as you yeah just so as of, as of right now we're actually going through a, a pretty extensive interview process to to select people to be on the police board gotcha um so, yeah. so have police been attending CCPSA? Uh, Superintendent Brown has been to a few meetings. His staff usually comes to every meeting. Uh, the COPA has staff at every meeting and, and as well as the police board. So we do have the authority to uh, to actually mandate that folks from these different agencies come. Um, but we haven't had to use that so far. They've been pretty willing to show up and attend. I'm curious, what's the interaction like when, when the superintendent's there? It, it, it depends, actually. This last interaction was pretty... Was, <laughs> 
I had I didn't talk to the superintendent uh, directly, but it was a it was, I think our last meeting was actually a, a pretty tense one. Yeah. Um, what we was were, the What was the topic? We were deciding goals for for the three agencies for the, the 2023 year, and we were voting on what their goals and priorities should be and what they'll be evaluated on at the end of the year. Okay, and so people were on different sides of the fence. There sounds like. Yeah, I think there. I think specifically with the police department, there was a little bit of disagreement with leadership, but in the end, we were able to find common ground and 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 find a path forward. And the, and the goals were accepted by Superintendent Brown. The path there was rocky, but we ended in a good place. So in this upcoming election, there are already a lot of names, as we know, to keep track of when it comes to the mayoral race and the aldermanic positions. How can people find out more about uh, the police council candidates? Yeah, you can. Uh, you can one. You can. You can check out our website. Uh, I think it's. I don't want to get this wrong. Chicago.gov backslash community commission. Uh, there's information there. Also, the board of elections has information. But there are also a lot of great nonprofit groups that have done voter guides. I think uh, Block Club might even have one. Uh, Block Club Chicago. They may have a voter guide that if you. If you're looking for folks in your area, you can find out who are running in your area. I've also seen a number of flyers for people hosting town halls. Uh, they're door knocking, very similar to any other, uh, you know, any other election. How, same way you find out about your alderman who's running, you can find out about your district council folks. That was Anthony Driver, president of the Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability. Thank you so much for clearing that up because I was confused. <laughs> of course, of course.